106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are up. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Larry Unger sitting in with me. Ken Rackley from Toon Tech Automotive should be joining us here in a little bit. When we do, we'll swap things around and throw Larry back to the phones there. But in the meantime, he's going to hang out with us. I'll be glad to just sit in. <laughs> well, Larry's got knowledge as well. So you guys that have any questions at all, uh, you name it, you know, any car questions, just, you know, whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're here for, 303 477 Buying, selling, you name it, we're here. Speaking of experience, John, when did you start in this business? Oh, in the car business? Yeah. Uh, when I was 12, which means that would have been 1972. That's exactly no, what I said. No, 1976. Sorry, 1976. I started in 72, and I started in gas stations, so I was pumping gas. And I was fortunate enough that the mechanic in the gas station became good friends, and he showed me the ropes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it, some people, you know, that question, when did you start? I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, when I actually officially started working part-time in the summers, you know, being around it kind of fully immersed, I was 12 years of age. Uh, I will say, though, that, you know, growing up in the industry and having, you know, my dad come home at night with a jacket that said BG on it um, (laughs) and having a pocket protector that even had BG and all that on it. I mean, growing up in the industry, I mean, is there ever been a time where I haven't been around it? The answer is no. I mean, I just remember being around cars and around the servicing of, of vehicles and the selling of vehicles and all of that from a very, very early age. I mean, I just don't ever remember a time where... That didn't exist. But as far as actually being around it, having people like you talked about a moment ago, show me what to do, how to do things, the proper way to do things, the proper way to hold a screwdriver, the proper way to hold a wrench. I mean, all these different things that I didn't know prior to that. Um, Yeah, I started learning all of that at the age of 12. I think I bought at the end of that summer when I was 12, I bought my first used used toolbox off of one of the tool trucks i think it was snap on this thing was nothing fancy i don't even remember now what i paid i should have kept it for a memento but you know i moved on to bigger and better things as time went on but it was just a small little kind of carry around toolbox had a handle on tight but this one was cool because it had two drawers Ah, okay. So it was one of the yep. old, old ones where it had a couple of drawers, had a lift-up lid, and I just started with, and I, I do remember this, I bought my first set of snap-on screwdrivers. This would have been back in 1976, 76 or 77, and I paid $125 back then for a full set of snap-on screwdrivers, which was absolutely, you know, in my world, a lot of money. I had to, save up, I had yeah. to save up most of the summer just to be able to buy that $125 set of screwdrivers. But I knew that they were the best, and I wanted to own the best, and I knew what yep. I wanted to do. And I could have gone to Sears and bought cheaper screwdrivers. In fact, my dad was like, why did you spend all that money on those Snap-on screwdrivers? You could have bought them at Sears. And I'm like, 
because I want the best. Because they're going to last you. And they in their lifetime warranty, and as long as you don't lose them, you're always going to have them. So, yeah. anyways, that's where I got. So I bought my first set of set of tools that kind of got me rolling into that industry, if you would, when I was 12 years of age. Well, I find that interesting because when I joined the Marine Corps, they give you an assessment test to see what you're good at. Good at. Yeah, the ASVAB test. And I was good at automotive. There you go. Now, they never put me in the automotive side of the Never in the motor pool? (laughs) Never. (laughs) I did a lot of other different things. But it just, as I got out of the Marine Corps, I figured, you know, that's an avenue I want to try. Yeah. So I went into a gas station, and I started working there, and I started learning things. And I thought, you know what? I really like this. And the rest is history. Yep. All right. Todd in Colorado Springs, what's up? Hello, Todd. Okay. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. You're good. Uh, I got... Two questions for you. Yes, sir. Uh, how long before oil changes with the full synthetic? What vehicle? What, what, what year? What vehicle? And and where are you driving? Okay, those, those are not. It's, it's not a blanket statement like it used to be. Okay, uh, it's a 1997 Ford Van E350. Okay. I've had it for 16 years, and I always changed. Uh, Around twenty five hundred to three thousand. You can go five on full synthetic on that vehicle. Okay, that's I wouldn't good. go much and longer second, than that, but five K would be fine. I've got a ninety eight okay. Explorer that I bought new, and I went the first three years with conventional oil, and then I changed over to synthetic since then. I've got two hundred ninety six thousand miles still running strong. There you go. And now yeah. with that the caveat with that, Todd, or anybody else listening is. We only say that when you use a high-quality oil filter. So Napa Gold, Napa Platinum, you need to use a high-quality oil filter. Okay, gotcha. A second question, the column gear shifter is loose. Mm -hmm. It kind of goes like halfway between park and neutral. Is there a way to tighten that up? Probably not. How many miles are on it? Uh, 354. Probably not. It's probably in the column itself. You're going to have to rebuild the column. column Rebuild is what it's going to need, yeah. Okay, one thing, it was probably about five years ago where it was really bad, and I took it in. Somehow they tightened it. I did not ask him how. Well, if you found somebody to work on that old of a vehicle, good luck. Yeah, and I was just going to say, if you found them and you know, asked them to do that again, if they can, and there are some things that might be able to be tightened up, but I'm, and I just know those vehicles with that kind of mileage, you're most likely going to need some replacement, you know, pieces in there. Well, the bushings and things, they just, right. they're just wore out. That's right. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much. But hey, Have nothing, I mean, keep driving it. If you were, you know, do that, Todd, keep driving it. Will do. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. 303-477-5600. I didn't get to this yet because, Larry, you know, we started talking about some other things, which was fine. Question of the day. I was thinking about this one yesterday and read something about this as well, but I thought this would be a good question today. Cars and trucks that don't get enough respect. In other words, everybody talks about the car they want to own, and we've had that question many, many times. Yes. Your dream car. Well, what about the car maybe that you have owned or... You knew someone that owned, and you were like, you know, that was a really good car that nobody really ever talks about. It just doesn't get the respect that it probably deserves, and there's nothing wrong with owning it. So what is that car or truck? 303-477-5600. I'll have to think through this a little bit and kind of decide, you know, what I think one of those, you know, some of those vehicles would be. But believe me, there's plenty where 
they just don't get the respect. I've got a list really here, too, that I'll go through. I don't know if I agree with this whole list. But anyways, cars or trucks, they just don't get enough respect. In other words, they're good cars to own, good trucks to own, but nobody really ever thinks of them that way. In fact, in some cases, they might even... Uh, they might even uh, knock the vehicle itself versus telling you it's a good vehicle. Well, I'll start you off, John. I had a 62 Corvair. Okay. And those were not one of the cars that people uh, like. Ralph Nader was against them, so on and so forth. But I'll tell you what, that car got me everywhere I needed to go. I carried my tool chest in the front of it. Yeah, in the the front. Yep, in the front. And I loved it. In fact, I wish they still had it. Well, there's a Corvair following, as you know. So, yeah, you you probably could, could uh, if you had that again, you'd be okay. Yep. Bruno's next. Bruno, what's up? Yes. Uh, on um, First of all, I'm uh, always a listener, even though you don't hear much from me. I well, thank you, Bruno. Appreciate you that. You. I remember you, and Bruno. I, oh, yeah, I met yeah, you, yeah, met yeah, you yeah, numerous yeah. times, so good, good to hear from you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You're wonderful. Um, I was uh, wondering, uh, for the future housekeeping uh, rules, um, I only able in Laramie to listen to you through the app. Now, how do I call in and still hear my answer uh, of my question? Because normally it, it somehow gets lost. Well, if you just stay, if you just stay on the line and I won't, I won't take you off the line until we're done, just hang tight and you can hear it right through the phone. Okay, yeah. on a 99 Mercedes ML320, okay. I drove it from Casper, Wyoming yesterday, and I, the road was locked, so uh, uh, the boom was down, it was closed, so I had to go all the way to Rollins and then an I-80 back to Laramie, and I went through two accidents with uh, a sheet of ice. I just want to spread the word out there, if you have the best tires on and the best yeah. uh, ESP and whatever else, you gotta look for the sheets of ice, especially in the dark. You just don't see it. Yep. You only see it a little bit sparkling, and that's the end yep. of it. I when we went by two major wrecks, uh, one was a crunched suburban, was totally totaled, and the other one was some sort of, I think, a Honda Accord. I mean, totally. Wow. I mean, they crashed wow. in each other with high speed. So anyway, the Honda Accord turned into an accordion. I'm sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't laugh. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody was injured or not, so I, I don't want to make fun of an accident, I mean, but no, that's not good. There were two cops and two ambulances. Yeah, so not we don't know either because they uh, uh, passed us by the wreck scene really quick. So anyway, uh, uh, my, my uh, 99 Mercedes ML320, she sometimes was temperamental and just wouldn't shift up. Any idea, any import mechanic you know, John, who would have a handle on it, it just wouldn't shift up. Sometimes I, what, what did the trick, I had to slow down and go down on a parking stripe and go and park and then wait a while and then go off and then all of a sudden she shifted. Hmm. So that's the only remedy I found, and everything else just failed. Last time fluid uh, was changed, Bruno? Uh, that I did that at Geno's, and that was, well, she got now 163000 and that was done at 140000 Okay, so 20000 ago. 
Okay. So you're, yeah. you're okay yeah. on fluid. I mean, I'm guessing yeah. that it's got either a solenoid or something along those lines that's sticking. Uh, once that loosened up, you know, you, you, you ended up being okay. Uh, yeah, you need somebody that's a good Euro tech up in your area to look at that. I, in Laramie, uh, maybe John from Cheyenne, if he's listening and knows, he can call back in. I don't know, Bruno. That one's, that one's out of my league up there. Well, he okay. makes some lube guard. Is there a chance I can leave my, uh, my, 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 uh, my contact info with you and when you come across an idea yeah. that you can email me or, uh, or text me? Yeah, we can do that, and I'll, I'll put you on hold so we can get that. Now, really quick, Larry also had another answer. Go ahead. Well, they make a, a product called LubeGuard that is a transmission uh, fluid that you can add in. It's an additive, and it helps lubricate the valve bodies and things like that if that's sticking. So that might be oh, really? yeah, that might be a thing to look at first because it's not that expensive to do. Uh, right. You can put it in your you know the transmission through the dipstick tube. And right. give it a try. Oh, yeah. Uh, can I have it at Napa stores? Yes. You, yeah, Napa. Yes, sure can. Yep. And it's called Lubeguard. Lubeguard. Yeah, Lube. L-U-B-E. Lubeguard. Yeah. Lubeguard. Yep. Guard. Okay. Got okay. It. All right, Wonderful. Bruno. Wonderful. Okay, uh, let me leave my... I will. I'll, I'll put you on hold. We'll get your info. That way, if, we, if, we, if anybody calls in and has suggestions on where to have uh, Bruno's Mercedes fixed up in that Laramie or Cheyenne area, please, if somebody's listening, let us know. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Did you know that the dental health of your pet is extremely important? Your pet can also get periodontal disease, and it's one of the most common clinical conditions seen by the veterinarians at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. This may come as a surprise, but most adult dogs and cats show some signs of the disease by the time they reach three years of age. If left untreated, pet dental disease can also lead to pain, tooth loss, infection, and even damage to the vital organs such as heart, liver, and kidneys. Your pet's dental health is important to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. In recognition of National Pet Dental Health Month, which is observed every February, we're placing the spotlight on periodontal disease and what pet owners can do to prevent and treat this serious condition. Call today and schedule your pet's exam. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. You can also visit LoneTreeVet.com. 
Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You'll find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. What is, question of the day is, What's a car or truck that's underrated and or does not get enough respect? Cars or trucks that don't get enough respect enough respect and or are underrated. Producer Ann, she has a good one. And I would agree with this one, by the way. This is, this is some of what I'm talking about. Had a 99 Astro van. Ugliest thing ever. Totally loved the space inside. Her lab at 100 pounds could sit right between the two 
front seats. I I had one of those as a shuttle vehicle forever at one of my shops back when you know I couldn't afford to buy a newer vehicle. This one had come in, had problems. I bought it from a customer. They didn't want to fix it, so we did. It was one of the all-wheel drive versions. Larry, I'm not joking you. I drove that thing forever and then moved it into one of the other businesses I had. Yep. I can't remember now what ended up happening. That thing didn't owe me a nickel when it was all said and done. I ran that thing for as long as I think anybody could run one with very little issues with it. Yes, it was ugly, but you know what? It did its job extremely, extremely well. Well, you know, those Astrovans took a bad rap, and it's just simply because people didn't do the maintenance on them. That's true, too. Good point. Now, I will tell you another vehicle that I owned that never owed me a never. I owed it. It didn't owe me anything. And a lot of you are going to laugh at this, but it was the first kid's car we ever bought it was a 1990 isuzu trooper that was the purplish colored trooper my kids used to call it the purple milk truck that thing went through three kids three three you know new drivers so just pass it down from one to the next to the next after all of that was said and done i moved it into my property maintenance company and it used to haul around shovelers and a little trailer with an atv on the back and i drove that thing until i finally said okay it's got enough rust on it and different things and we're (laughs) going to shift kind of how we're doing this now and uh sold that vehicle at one point and i got close to what i paid well i got more than what i paid for originally because i bought it had a bad engine so i bought it put an engine in it and went that direction with it Uh, at any rate i had that vehicle for at least 15 years Put countless miles on it, Larry. I put an engine and transmission in it in all those years because it had miles on it when I got it in the first place. And it was the old 2.8 liter, so the Chevrolet 2.8 yep, yep. engine in it. And drove that vehicle. Again, three kids went inside the business, ran around in the business for a number of years, finally sold it while it was still running at the end. As far as I know, somebody's probably still driving that bloody thing today. <laughs> uh, that's another vehicle that they were underrated as far as their utility use now they were not a powerhouse that's why it was a great first kids car yep you couldn't outrun a bicycle <laughs> you literally i think you could pedal faster than it went i'm exaggerating but it, they were not a powerhouse by any means it was a very safe kids car full frame vehicle so it was a body on frame vehicle the troopers where it wasn't a unibody and i'll tell you it served our kids extremely well and it was one of those vehicles, again, that was just, in my opinion, uh, a very well-built car, but very underrated and got made fun of a lot. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, if anybody understands a new driver on a vehicle, they're very hard to begin with. So if you've got three new drivers on a vehicle, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and, you know, knock on wood, Larry, I you know, put seat covers and stuff on it when we first got it because the interior and everything on the vehicle was actually, the car was in really good shape that just the person that had owned it before ran out of oil and ruined the engine, didn't want to fix it. So I'm like, well, you know, I'll give you, I think I gave 500 bucks for the vehicle back in the day, put an engine in it, and kids started driving because we had a new driver coming on not long after that. The timing of it was perfect, and, and away we went. And that vehicle, again, I drove it all of those years. Hundreds of thousands of miles with all the different kids that drove it. Never had any issues really to speak of other than doing the engine and transmission. The transmissions were weak in those as well. So we did an engine and transmission. Outside of that, other than just normal routine maintenance, tires, brakes, things like that, I didn't touch the thing, Larry. It just ran and ran and ran and ran. 
And again, they got a lot of bad press back in the day because they were, you know, they were a rollover, you know, queens and this, that and the other. And the insurance companies didn't love them, you know, greatly and blah, blah, blah. Frankly, we never had a single issue with the thing. That thing ran and ran and ran and never had a single issue with it. And we really, again, cannot complain. It's, again, one of those underrated vehicles, in my opinion, that that uh, should have been, I don't want to say this, should have been more sales for that vehicle, but it was just a vehicle that a lot of folks didn't like because it wasn't the prettiest of vehicles. But as far as versatility goes, they worked great. And there's a lot of vehicles like that. Yeah. Over the years. Anyways, so that's um, that's kind of what we're talking about when it comes to give us what your, you know, what you know is a underrated or or you know just sort of one of those, you know, kind of the redheaded stepchild vehicle that nobody likes. W- what is that vehicle? And let us know three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. So producer Ann, by the way, thank you for that. That one is. Um, that one is uh, right up there as well. I forgot about the uh, I forgot about the Astro vans being that way because yeah, those are uh, an interesting. Uh, they actually, they worked out very well for that matter. So, uh, anything else you got for us? Let us know three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. Cars, trucks that don't get enough respect. Let us know what that is. We'll get you right on air. Uh, Larry's was the Corvair. I'll add a few more of these in as well. I've got some other ones that I'll pull up here in a moment. We can roll through some of these too and see if people agree or disagree um and and again whatever you got for us let us know any questions we'll get them answered for you and again we are not out of the woods weather wise so don't think for one second that we're done we've got more snow coming in this week so if you need things done to the vehicle i would highly suggest you get that done and handled real quick before we go to break one thing else that uh, not not going to brag but i guess we will used cars by now according to all of the naysayers were supposed to be flat done Prices crashed. You know, supposed to be the market has supposed to been tanked by now. Nope. It hadn't happened. And not going to, by the way, folks. Nope. Not going to. So all those naysayers that are out there trying to get the clicks on YouTube and all the social media, Facebook and so on, and I've seen a lot of these guys, they are dead wrong then. They're still dead wrong. You know, really quick, before we go to break, one thing to keep in mind when you see a lot of these quote-unquote naysayers that are out there. Now, are, are there some realistic concerns in certain areas and certain things that are going on. Yes, there always is. You need to be paying attention to those. And we talk about those here on a routine basis. But as far as the used car market crashing, no, it's not. It's I have not, not seen that at all. Not going to crash, folks. It's just still not a new, enough new cars being produced. The used cars are not going to crash. Now, what I was going to say is a lot of these naysayers, they are naysayers because they know that if they get enough people watching, that's how they make money. So, of course, they're going to say outlandish things because if they can get their video reshared, reposted, looked at, whatever the case may be, they make more money when that happens. So I hate to say this, but every time you watch a video like that and or tell someone else to watch a video like that, all you're doing is spreading more misinformation and putting yes. money in their pocket. So stop. You have to be do diligent yeah. in your information. If you look at that video right off the bat, though, and you're just like, no, this is crazy. Stop watching it. The longer you watch, the more money they make. Yeah. So if you just automatically know that this is just a this is just hogwash, this is not what the guys on Drive Radio talk about, then stop watching it and don't send it on to someone else, because that's how this stuff perpetuates, because they make money. I call it clickbait. They make money off of that video they put out, even though it's not real, even though it's not true. And the more 
people that listen to that video click on that link, that's how they get their that's money. That's how they get the audience. That's how they make more money, and that's how they'll create the next one. So the best thing to do is just stop watching them. So with that, we'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at KL's event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Myself, Larry Unger, Charlie Grimes, of course, uh, in the, uh, on the engineering side. He's going to answer, answer the phones, too, really quick until uh, about 11 o'clock. Ken Rackley will be joining us here in the not-too-distant future. Ken from Tech Automotive, which we appreciate very much, and he's making his way in. And uh, question of the day, cars and trucks that don't get enough respect. So let me know what that is. And, you know, you may even be helping some other folks out there listening that may be thinking about buying a, a used car or a kid's car or whatever the case may be. So you may, you know, give a recommendation that somebody thinks, oh, yeah, that would work out fabulous. So anyways, let us know what that is, 303-477-5600. Text line, don't, don't forget, 307-200-8222, 307 200 8222. All right, real quick before I jump back into, I've got a list here of some cars and trucks that don't get enough respect, is John from Cheyenne called in during Fix-It Radio asking about mileage, you know, things you do to save on fuel economy. And one of the things I've always said, and I don't understand why people don't do this, evidently they just like buying fuel, but that is, if you don't have a ski in the rack, take the rack off. Those things yep. come on and off very easily for the little bit that people actually go skiing, unless you're up every single weekend, and even then, take it off during the week, put the rack back on. It's not that difficult. A lot of them even are made to where you can even tilt them back, you know, or, you know, back where they're flat, where they're not as much of a drag as they are when they're yep. sticking straight up. Those ski racks sticking straight up are a drag, and they are costing you fuel economy. No different than when you've got a bike rack. The other thing I see a lot lately running around, and I don't understand this one either, is the car top carriers. It seems to be Subarus and car top carriers go hand in hand. I don't know why, but evidently there's not enough room inside, or they think it looks cool, or I don't know what the case is. But car top carriers, again, anything on top of the vehicle is going to create more drag therefore reducing fuel economy. And I don't care if it's in town, out on the open road, doesn't matter where it's at, those devices are are reducing your fuel economy. And at it, it $4 roughly a gallon, why do you want to spend more money on fuel when you don't have to? Yep. Same thing goes with trucks. You know, there's been a misconception that, it, well, if, if you take your tailgate down, doesn't matter. you're going to get better gas mileage. No, it doesn't work that no, way. No, it doesn't matter. Nope. Now, they've done studies on that, and... And while tonneau covers are great, and I love them because you can lock things inside of the bed, and it keeps things dry that are in the bed and so on. And, yes, I love tonneau covers for that reason alone. They will not do much to reduce the aerodynamics of the truck itself. They, the newer trucks, by the way, have become so much more sleeker than they used to be. You're no longer pushing a square box down the road. They're much better than they used to be. But, no, to Larry's point, you, you can leave the tailgate up. It's not changing anything. If you want to use a tonneau cover to keep things dry, lockable, sure. and so on, you know that's fine. More power to you. But, yeah, you're not changing anything by leaving the tailgate down when it comes to fuel economy. Well, I watched a study on TV oh, several years back. And they put a truck in a wind tunnel, and they ran smoke over the truck with the, cu- the gate up and the gate down. 
did not change a thing. No. No, in fact, there's even some studies out there where lowering it might actually make it worse when it's all said and done. So, yeah, th- those are anyways, those are the tips as far as fuel economy goes. Just take whatever is off the top of the vehicle off and you will end up with better fuel economy when it's all said and done. John in Denver, you're next. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, John. Go ahead. Great. Yeah, I wanted to kind of expand on the uh, thing about Corvairs. Uh, I'm sure you remember the uh, uh, book that uh, Ralph Nader wrote, Unsafe in Any Speed. I did not read Nader's book, but I'm familiar with it, yes. Yes, I did read okay. it. I don't like Ralph, yeah. so I did not read his book. <laughs> yeah, I came to the same conclusion, but I did read the book. And it said right in there how Corvair corrected the problems that they had talked about, about our flipping, which right. I never could do because I was <laughs> plenty hot-riding those little things. But uh, in 65, they put in an independent rear suspension. And in, <clears throat> there were several other things. Uh, uh, in 66, they changed their four-speed transmission to the same gears, a different some things were, were different, but it was the same gears as in a full-size Chevrolet. And that transmission was practically bulletproof. And the thing is, what kind of the point I wanted to make is just, you know, pops or, or perception. A lot of people didn't read the book. or You know, that, that killed that Corvair. It did kill it. Yeah, you know, it no, you know Ralph, Nader, not Ralph Nader single-handedly yeah. killed the Corvair. Yeah, it was, but the thing was, you know, people didn't really uh, research it or pay any attention to it. Kind of my point is... How powerful, uh, like the media is. And John, to I hate to like hate to say this, it's worse oh. today than it was then. Oh yes, by oh, yeah. far. As far as that goes, <laughs> it's worse today than then. That's for sure. That's for sure. Anyway, I had some plenty of Corvairs, and I really liked them. And the styling of the new ones, I thought was really cool. Yeah, you know, and as you, as, you know, to your point too, and and uh, not that I'm a huge Corvair guy by any stretch of imagination. Drove one a little bit when I was a. Uh, a new driver. Uh, my dad had one. He had one that had a Monza with a turbo on it, yeah. and uh, you know they were a fun little car. They actually ran really well. Uh, do you yeah. think? Do you think it was Nader all alone that killed the car, John, or was it just some of its maybe styling and things that were kind of maybe even ahead of its time back in the day? What are your thoughts there? Well, yeah, it was it was quite different, and uh, there weren't very mechanic many mechanics that knew how to to work on them. There were some real peccadillos too that they had that you had to learn about, but. Uh, you know, the uh, really sad part, a, one, John, you could take that engine, me? you could drop that engine out in 20 with minutes. A, yeah, with a uh, scissors jack. Yeah, down. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A scissors jack and something to catch the either a pallet or or a little wheeled cart. I made up a little wheeled cart to take the engine out. It was uh, a piece of cake. Yep. A piece of cake. The biggest problem I had is it kept throwing fan belts. Yep. Oh, yeah. They do yeah. that. That was so, common. <laughs> yep. You had, you had an extra one with you all the oh, time. At least one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, they kind of corrected that, too, in the later years, because they put a little guard on there that wouldn't let the belt jump around. Oh, okay. I, I, for one, didn't have any problem with that myself. But, uh, you know, the only time you had other... trouble on that one we drove with the turbos when you got on it hard. Yep. Then uh, it would. Well, uh, people don't understand that the pulley that the belt runs on was a uh, – it tightened the belt up by tightening the pulley up. Oh, sure. Okay. That's true. Okay. And what what'd they make those? Sixty to sixty nine. Was that right? That, that's right. Okay. Yep. I'm trying to do this yeah. from memory, so I couldn't remember. That. <laughs> I, I knew they didn't come into the seventies. I did know that. So you know, they ran a ten year stint. They just uh, to you yeah. know to your point, John. It was it was and and Ralph didn't kill just the Corvair. There were other cars he killed as yes. well. 
Oh, wow. As you know. And one of the problems with the Corvair, of course, is the heater system. The heat system was not yeah. good. For yeah. us here in Colorado, I, that was a tough one. That yes. was, yeah, that was a problem. Yeah. I used, to, I used to retrofit a 1960 gasoline heater. That's what they first came out in, 1960 yep. only. <laughs> and I could retrofit that into the newer ones. And then I didn't have the exhaust problem yep. with yep. heaters. Well, it was not only an exhaust problem, but if the engine had any kind of an oil leak, that came yeah. in through the heater system as well. Yep, and they were hard to get them to not leak oil. Yeah, they were leakers. <laughs> yes, they, they were. were leakers. <laughs> yeah. But there, you know, there's a, as you know, John, there's a real cult following of that car now. Oh, I, I'm not surprised because a lot of things. I got got good gas mileage for the time, really good, almost 30 miles to a gallon. Oh yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. You know, I could I could fill the darn thing up in about a buck and a half, and drive yeah. two or three weeks yeah. with it. I drove one all the way to California and back. There you go. You know, so if, you, if any of you out there problem. own one of those, you probably already know this, but there's a guy in the Midwest that really has pretty much most any Corvair part you could think of, and I think even has some of the you know new old stock, uh, John, and that is Clark's Corvair parts. The only reason I know that oh. is because I restored one of those in, mm. in my business years ago and found Clark, and he had everything we needed to restore one of the Corvairs we were doing back in the day, but Clark's Corvair parts. Right. Right. Yeah, I've bought several things from them. But there you go. I don't own a Corvair anymore because it's newer ones are <laughs> rack and pinion steering. Yeah. All that stuff. I mean, gosh. I know. Oh, and another thing about the newer, the newer, the new model, the '65 and up Corvairs, they put in some kind of an oversized. I think it was an oversized brake drum. But those things would stop like this if you had disc brakes. Hmm. I think it's because they had such large uh, um, drums. That could brakes. be that one. I don't know. So you're, I'm going off you on that one. Yeah. It did pretty well. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, that's my no, main appreciate thing, it, John. So. No, a good trip right. down memory lane. Thank you very much. Tom in Black Forest, you're next. Hello, yeah, Tom. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, we can hear you. Hey. Yeah, hey, John. Yeah. Uh, great job, always. Your show's amazing, your team. So uh, I don't have a car, but I have a question, an old car. But um, is there – I've got a 2003 Chevrolet a Suburban, and it's got about 10 or 12 uh, – Hell dense on the hood. Uh, I'm just wondering if any of these do do it yourself stuff works at all. No, no. Have have one of the experts that understands paintless. They they call it PDR, paintless dent removal. Some of the guys are mobile. Some of them do it at the body shops themselves. If you just Google, you know, know, paintless dent removal and find somebody near you, just look at the reviews. Make sure it's somebody that's that's not just been doing it for the last week, but somebody that's been doing it for a while. But those guys, Tom, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, They're miracle workers. They really are. And they're mobile, sir? There's a lot lot of them are mobile. Now, in some cases, depending upon what they need tool-wise, you may need to take it to them. But most of them will either have you send some pictures or come look at it and then tell you what you need to do from there. But they, they can work wonders. It really is amazing. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Tom. No, the paintless dent removal, those guys are absolutely fabulous. So, Ed from Los Animas, hang tight. We'll come right back and uh, take your call. We've got lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? 
Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Unger. Charlie Grimes answering phones for us, and we'll switch around here at the top of the hour. Ken Rackley should be joining us. Question of the day, cars and trucks that don't get enough respect. Let us know what that is, and we'll pass that along to those listening as well. Ed, you're up next. Go ahead, sir. 
Yeah, well, it deals with, I have an idea on electric cars. Sure. It's, I call it the perpetual car. Okay. Once it gets started, you don't have to, it recharges itself. You don't need to stop it to charge. But it's an idea, which I come up with it 15 years ago, and I had it notarized, you know, to make sure if he make, doesn't have the same idea. But I wonder who could I get a hold of or get a backer or something to, Maybe look at it. Send them. I could fax. I could fax them. And everything. The information. I that is above my pay grade, Ed. I don't have the foggiest idea. What and and just in simple form. I mean, is it a, a you know you got some sort of a device you came up with, or is it just the theory of well, how it would work, it, or what? The device is already there. I've got everything. Plan that's too too complicated to kind of get into sure. how it works and all that. But once you get it started, you wouldn't have to re- it charges itself. Just switch back and forth, re- recharging itself. Uh, yeah, and if that's, I mean, I would be very careful who you share that with because if that idea works and takes off, every other you know EV maker out there will steal it and you'll not get anything out of it. So I would be very careful who I share that with. That's right. I was I was thinking about calling Tom Martino. Nah, he's not going to help you. He he won't know. Um, okay. There's a there's a company that I interview periodically. That's from the invention. I gotta remember the name of it, uh, Charlie. Uh, there's a there's a guy that we have on that uh, is he's in charge of kind of the quote unquote inventor council. Ed, he would be the guy that I would put you in contact with because he he would at least be able to help you with how to protect that and not get it into the wrong hands. Now, where you have to go with that, I have no idea. He'd have to be the guy to help you because I have no idea. Okay. you have his number? You know what? I don't. I'll have to spend some time looking that up because I interview him from time to time, so he's in all of my other show notes for my other my other show. If you send me an email, just go to drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. Send me your email and you know how to get in contact with you, you know, back through that form, and I will look that up and send it to you. Okay, that's uh, driveradio.com. Drive-radio.com. So drive-radio.com. Drive-dash. Yeah, make sure you put the little hyphen in there. So drive-radio.com. The hyphen. What's a hyphen? The dash. It's a dash in the middle of the sentence. Just just don't type out dash. It's literally the dash on the keyboard. Don't type out dash. It's drive-dash. With the little hyphen, you know, the, the little dash, like you would put a dash on a piece of paper, drive-radio.com. But it's not the dash on the, the It's not line. an underscore, it's a dash. A dash, yeah. Don't underscore it. Don't underscore it. That won't go if you do that. Okay, all right, drive-radio.com. If you just Google drive radio, we'll come up. Oh, Google. You can do that, that. You can do that as well. If you just Google drive radio, we'll come up. Okay, drive radio. Uh, I'll, I'll just Google it. Google it. Go to the website. Fill out the contact form, and I'll send it to you, Ed. Okay, I really. Uh, your name? I'm John. John. Okay, John. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate it very much. You know, John Rush is my name, and uh, if you want to email me, you can do that as well. John at drive-radio or you know drive-radio.com. Easiest way, though, folks, is just Google Drive Radio. Go right to the website, fill out the contact form if you got something to come my way, and I'll answer it from there. It makes it real easy. And yes, in this particular case where he's got an invention, there are individuals out there that can help with that. The key on inventions is you've got to be very careful 
what you do with them because there's all sorts of individuals, including foreign countries, that will steal those ideas, bypass it. Even big tech will steal those ideas, bypass you, and you'll end up with nothing when it's all said and done. I've done, done enough interviews in that world to kind of know how things go there that you, you have to be very, very careful or you'll, you'll lose the idea. And, again, I don't know what this particular idea is. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, well, you have to apply for a patent, and that kind of protects you, although it didn't stop you from getting your ideas stolen. No, and even there's some, there's some stuff even around that that you have to be careful of, and that's yep. where this particular group can help with all of that, because if you don't do that exactly the way you're supposed to, you could end up uh, upside down and with nothing either again there's a lot more to this than it used to be things in that world have changed and you've got to really stay on top of it or you yeah you could end up losing your idea somebody else will end up with it and you'll get nothing out of it so lines are open 303-477-5600-303-477-5600 don't forget the text line 307-200-8222-307 282 Charlie's taking calls. I just put one on hold. Hang tight. He'll get you screened up, and we'll get you on air here in a moment ago. Dan Muir texted in and said, I bought a new Geo Metro in 1993, out the door, $6,700. Owned it for 25 years, 180,000 miles. Got 44 miles to the gallon. I once put a set of four tires on it for 140 bucks. Great car, just don't get in a crash. Well, and if you know how Dan drives... If that car lasted him, it you was, know that's a good car. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly right. Buck and Cheyenne, what's up, sir? Yeah, John, this Buck. Hey, Buck, Buck. And Cheyenne, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, it's not very breezy this morning. Nice, here, so. nice. <laughs> it's overcast, but uh, about I don't know forty degrees or so. But you talk about the cars that don't get the respect they should. I've got an old Suburban, a 99. Oh, yeah. Got not quite 200,000 on them. It's the one where you open both the doors. Oh, yeah. The, the, it doesn't have Oh, those. yeah. No, no, it's got the barn doors. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I, I always was a Ford man or a Mopar man. Bought this used, had a little over 100,000 on it. And we've driven it, and I think I'm going to keep it till I die. But it's comfortable, and... Uh, it's it's uh, it's got the 350 motor in it, the one before they went to the roller tappets, which come apart, what, about 160000 or so, mm-hmm. they tell me. But uh, you can haul anything and everything in it. Yes, you can. I owned one of those back in the day. You're very much on target with that, Buck. But uh, I have a question. Is there anything uh, about these... Uh, like the four-wheel drive system, any of that that is problematic. I try and keep the fluids changed and everything. So uh, On that vehicle? There... Yeah. No. No. Good. That solid vehicle. Well, Again, own, let... own several of those back in the day. So one of the best vehicles you can own. As long as you keep the fluids changed. Yeah, yeah. just, just main, do your normal maintenance, yep. Buck. Yeah, no issues. One of the best vehicles out there. So, but like I say, I, I was always a Ford man, but uh, this made me kind of look at my whole car. That that, that vehicle you're <laughs> driving there is one of those that you can almost not you, you you really can't. I don't know if you can ever outdrive it. Literally, the thing will run forever. Well, that 
I hope I run as long as the car does. <laughs> there you go, Buck. Good one. Okay. Yep. Well, enjoy your program. Have a good weekend. We will. And uh, we'll talk to you. We'll do it, Buck. Thank you very much. Again. No, appreciate it. Thanks for the update, even on the weather up there as well. And uh, no, appreciate you calling. Uh, we've got two calls, Jeff in Western Montana, Richard. Both of you guys. I want to give you plenty of time. We we do not have a lot of time before we take our next break. So guys, hang tight. I don't have enough time to really get you in. Well, I've got a line open, three zero three four seven seven. 5600. Question of the day that we're referring that Buck even called in a moment ago, and a lot of you have. Cars and trucks that don't get enough respect. In other words, what's something you own or have owned in the past that you know is a good car, but no one else talks about it being a good car? Maybe you want to pass that information along to folks, and it could even be a car today that you can go buy new, whatever the case may be. The question of the day, cars and trucks that don't get enough respect, call us. We'll put you right on air. Don't forget the text line, 307 307- 200-8222, and the main line here, call in the studio, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.